Hello, 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 my friends, my good uh, space friends. Hope you're having a great day. We're having a good little time here. I got together some folks. You may recognize some of the names on screen. I thought it'd be a time for a good talk. We do one of these podcasts every month, Citizen Central. We do them live right here on Twitch or YouTube if you're watching. And for everybody else on audio platforms, thanks for listening. But Star Citizen's at a bit of a, a turning point, in my opinion. We've been on the long road to 4.0, and it has been... Ooh, it's been long. Um, this this road this road might as well have been laid down by the Romans as how long yeah. it's, it's been since yeah. it's been started building. This one's been circumnavigating the world. But today I wanted to get these folks together to talk about this kind of pseudo content drought we're in, our feelings leading up to 4.0, a little bit of, you know, uh, comparison to the lead up to 3.0, but also just honestly some some honest opinions on like where this game is right now how you guys are feeling about the near and long-term futures. So thank you all for joining me, folks. I'm going to let you go ahead and introduce yourself to the good people of chat. Salty Mike, start us off. Uh, I'm Salty Mike. I stream Star Citizen sometimes, very rarely now. <laughs> and uh, uh, YouTube videos about Star Citizen do a weekly like roundup of the news and a, a podcast. And yeah, so that's me. Cool. That's him. Morph. Hey, I'm Morphologist. I do YouTube content on Star Citizen and other science fiction games, and a lot of it's architecturally focused, and also stream on Twitch. You can find me there as well. I also have a TikTok account and an Instagram and a Twitter account as well, and kind of pushing those. Yeah. I've seen I've seen his dances. Have you guys seen Morph's twi TikTok dances? Yeah, it's great. They're very they're very no good. way. Seriously? I don't have TikTok. <laughs> no. Are we doing Star yeah, Citizen Focus? Are, are you gonna TikTok make dances? I was gonna say, are you gonna make me actually do the TikTok dances, my dances on TikTok more? Is that what it is? <laughs> I have to challenge you? Do we have to have if a dance wanna, off at the at, at Citizen Con? <laughs> if you want to pose a threat, man, come back, bro. You, uh, dance off. You have to bring the uh the space helmet though. There's no there's no Astropub TikToks without the space helmet. Mm-hmm. Uh Tree, my man. Uh, good morning. I'm Tree0311. It's, it's 0311, but 0311 is my old MOS. Um, I uh, do Star Citizen content. Mostly, I just follow the development in depth. Um, I do two podcasts, the uh, Pathfinders podcast with Nazareth. Um, we stream live on Twitch, and then I post it to my YouTube after that, um, which is just youtube.com slash at Tree0311. Same thing on, on, uh, on Twitch. It's just Tree0311. Um, and then I also do the Armchair Admirals and Generals podcast where uh, we look at uh, Star Citizen features uh, and gameplay, um, myself and other uh, veteran and military members of the Star Citizen community, and just look at how things sort of have uh, some, you know, some loose, some, you know, a little bit more tight parallels um, to uh, real life uh, experiences uh, in the military or, or military related things. So like recently we've been talking a lot about resource management and components with people, you know, like uh, Night Cobb, who's a, you know, a nuclear engineer on a nuclear sub and how that's kind of relevant to what we're hoping we're going to get in Star Citizen. Yeah, that, those sort of conversations. So it's a lot of fun. Um, and I occasionally do gameplay streams, um, and that's why I'm positive about SC, because 19.1 has been treating me really well. Cool, man. Well, thanks for coming in. Uh, thank you all, actually. I'm going to go ahead and give everybody a warning here before we get started that I am indeed a little bit sick. So if you see me careening off the side of the camera for like a sneeze or something, don't worry. I'm good. I'll be right back. Uh, guys, 
How long have you all been covering this game? Because I know, I know, Pub, Mike, oh, Morph, you guys. Introduce himself. Hmm? It's okay. Hmm? It is, I don't have to introduce myself. Everyone here knows me. Wait, I've, I thought I've, you I've... introduced yourself. Oh, we were just no. cracking jokes? Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. Pub, Pub, give us the introduction. My bad. I, I hate this guy. I sometimes okay. I just don't like it when he says hi. <laughs> no, it's, it's it's just I've been on so many Space Tomato podcasts at this point. Everyone just like everyone knows who I am. It's um, part of the show. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm the, the 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 guy that Tomato riffs off in the background with those um with those uh like those stand up hosts where they have that one guy just like oh, you're so funny. Um, Makes me feel good about my jokes. Uh. My name is Paul Berserker One Batman Shelley. I run two channels. I run the Astro Pub, um, which is uh, Twitch.tv slash the Astro Pub and YouTube.com slash the Astro Pub Live, uh, where I cover space content, mostly Star Citizen, but we'll be playing things like Armored Core and Starfield when it comes out. Uh, and then I also do a lore YouTube called the Astro Historian, which again, mostly Star Citizen, but I've done lore on uh, Cyberpunk, um, on New World, which was. Yeah, uh, but I've also been doing some stuff on Starfield as well. So if you want to know more about the lore of Star Citizen, uh, check out uh, youtube.com slash the Astro Historian. And if you if you want to know more stuff like this, it's I uh, kind of do conversations, the podcasts and, you know, gameplay on uh, twitch.tv slash the Astro Pub. Some very good uh, podcast episodes, by the way. I think everybody in here has been on it at some point. Yeah, um, every single person in this room. <laughs> yeah, we've all... Uh, that's part of the great part about this community. We've all worked together before. We've all kind of talked and chatted. So it's really nice to be able to link up and just chat like this a little bit candid, a little bit prepared. I know you guys got some stuff prepared. But, that was cut, cutthroat, as you think. <laughs> what, uh, what were you guys? So when did you all start covering this game? Because I'm pretty sure I think somebody said in chat, we've got like a half century maybe between, <laughs> between us. Some of you have been around here for almost 10 years, right? Oh yeah, uh, I might be over that now. Mm -hmm. I'm looking. I'm looking. At I think Mike is the oldest. Is the yeah, oldest yeah, uh, content. Like, yeah, I, back I, when he was I just found my first video. I'll post yeah. it actually. Here, let me post it in the in podcast room chat. This is my first video I posted six years ago. Count me in. Your first Star it, Citizen video. Years. My very first Star Citizen video. Yeah. Nice, nice. Okay, and then, um, Pub, when did you start? I started as the Berserker Zero One in 2014. Right. But right. Um, I started uh, the Astro Pub in 2016. Um, so 2015, 2016. I can't remember exactly when. It, my my anniversary recently popped up when I started the Astro Pub in January of 2016. Okay. So. And then Tree, how about yourself? I'm a baby content creator, even though I'm probably the oldest one in the room. I've, only, <clears throat> I've been making content for less than a year. I've mostly just been um, throwing money at the people on this screen like they're, you know, space strippers um, for a long time. And it's just uh, uh, it's something that I've always admired because I don't I, I'm not a creative person. So watching the videos and seeing the conversations has always been something that's really fascinating to me. And I was like, you know what? I want to see if I can actually do that. And so I've made a couple of short form videos. It's been a really fun learning process, you know, trying to figure out, OK, how the heck did morphologists do that? Or what on earth, ha you know, how, what on earth did Space Tomato do to make this happen on screen? And so it's just been fun to learn how to do those things uh, in a very amateurish way while also trying to figure out lighting while being super bald. <laughs> I think we all feel like but, uh, amateurs, to be yeah. honest, on YouTube. <laughs> never, it never gets comfortable. 
Um, to, to give you no. to give you context for Tree, Tree has been one of my oldest uh, Patreon supporters for the Astro Historian, which goes back to like 2016, 2017. So while he may have not been doing content, he's been following the project for been making it happen. Eight oh years, yeah. So. yeah, I'm I'm a veteran original backer. I've been following in great detail, and that's sort of how the the podcast got started because Nazareth was like, "Hey, how do you always have like a citation for everything?" And it's just you know the uh, I have a, a research background in my real life job. And so I just have, you know, I'm like, oh, okay, well, instead of doing clinical research, I'm going to look up everything for everything. And here's the, here's the link. And that's why I like, I like what you've been doing a lot, re especially recently space tomato is here's the video. Here's exactly what they said. Here's the timestamp, you know, um, set your expectation based off of this. And if they don't meet that expectation, that's their fault, not yours. Throw some pitchforks. Yeah. Well, between everybody here, we've got a lot of um, history of following Star Citizen together. We're going to do a little bit of a, a Q&A at the end of this, folks, if we have some time. So the links are in chat for those of you who are here live, if you want to throw some in or anybody who's added some in the Discord throughout the week, we will try to get to those. But let's start out. Let's let's dive straight into things. I want to hear opinions, guys. How are you feeling right now about this lead up to Alpha 3.20 and ultimately what we all realize is the second second half of the year drought leading up to citizen con what's uh what are your opinions right now salty mike you could start us off okay uh i mean the seeing i know that there's going to be some previous uh features that'll get some updates in 320 like you you have to assume that that we haven't heard about yet but obviously things being mostly arena commander focused i would imagine most people here are most interested in the PU, right? So these things are, so it makes this upcoming patch a little less exciting personally. Um, while I still might have a lot of fun playing those things and how I'm feeling now, I don't know. I mean, the last two patches have been obviously extremely rocky, but if you look at the content that's in them and what they've done, it's like, okay, they have a more forward focus on like actual video game so for me i think i've been overall more uh, more positive feeling than i've been in previous years times uh like time frames so that's kind of where i'm at right now is like just focused on the what features do we have and how more how are are they fun and for me mostly the answer would be yes more than no than every other year i've played this game so yeah, you're you're usually pretty tuned into the game right now as opposed to like the next patch or year or something of features. Like your content generally seems to focus on yeah. is the game fun right now? Yeah. Why would I care about anything that they have to say about what they're doing in the future when I've been around the whole time to see that everything that they say is never really coming in the time frame they make it seem like, right? They they've mostly been a, done a good job of like Hey, all the way back in 2012, we said we wanted to do this specific thing. And you do kind of see the steps of those things happening. And they're kind of sticking to a lot of the stuff that they said they want to do. Uh, but we've also seen a million things come on and off the roadmap so many yeah. times that it's like, I don't, I can't put the energy into that. It just makes no sense. Yeah. Uh, how about anybody else? How are you guys feeling? I'll go next. Uh, I'm, uh, you, oh, go ahead, Paul. Uh, mine's pretty pretty short, which is just uh, feeling all right. Um, I'm not 
overly enthusiastic about 320, but I'm not overly negative about it. There's some yeah. cool additions, uh, like uh, missions that they're going to be doing. You know, a couple ships, especially the the whole sea. I'm interested in seeing what the uh, what the new cargo system that they've been creating for for the whole sea is going to be like. If we'll see some more changes in the um, gosh, what is it? The economy to to support <laughs> the whole sea. So. Like I'm, I'm interested in seeing what's going on with 320. Um, I don't think it's going to be a super hype patch for a lot of folks. Um, uh, but the, it's nice that Arena Commander is no longer an afterthought, <laughs> and to see the Arena Commander team who's worked really, really hard, and I've been following their progress throughout the couple last couple of years, um, to to see that working really, really hard, like actually the you know taking basically was an abandoned mode and bringing it up to to, to speed. I'm like, ah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. But as Mike said, most people don't really care about Arena Commander. It's most people are here for the PU. Um, but it's nice to see that system, which could be used in the PU and be used in the future to support the game and people playing and learning how to play the game, um, get uh, updated because it needed the help. So yeah, I mean, yeah. I just you... want to clarify what I meant real quick yeah. with that is for the. I think after this patch, we'll we'll see like how did Arena, all this work on Arena Commander support the pu and then mm. that'll be like yeah go arena commander for me so that's kind of yeah, like I mean. like 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 the um the experimental modes and stuff like that you know exactly. the fact that they're they're putting in like tonk battles and stuff like that's like okay cool so they're testing to see how the ground battles will actually function and yeah um we saw that similar when they were working on theaters of war even though theaters of war disappeared into the ether we know that some of the updates they did for it improved the pu like giving the railgun the shoulder mounted railgun the scourge and actual ability to shoot ships before because before it was garbage and like yeah we probably need to overpower that a little bit just to make it valuable as what it's supposed to do and so we well, saw an improvement in pvp and combat in general so what do you guys think of arena commander being a place where people can play privately solving the problem in which you see a lot of people have coming in saying they would like to see private servers and star citizens so that they don't have to worry about getting attacked by some random person if they started to make arena commander less just combat and more like try out any form of gameplay in a closed environment you think that would solve that problem for those people i think you're talking about the tonk battle that got completely well, destroyed by, i just mean in general yeah. like over yeah, years we've I been hearing people maybe. wanting private servers private star citizen experience i don't want to have to deal with other people kind of stuff it could support it, but not anytime soon. I don't think. I mean, they'll have very specific modes, but the yeah. like customization of it is going to be a long, long, long way off. But it has the potential to do that. Yeah, I can see that yeah. being the place to do it. It makes a lot of sense because it's a. Uh, it, it would be. It's a simulation. It's supposed to be a place to practice in lore. So having that, I mean, Paul would know best. Having that be the way you support that type of practice seems like it would make the most sense. As opposed mm -hmm. to say, hey, everybody get 30 tanks and let's go to this location and blow them up, which would be like really expensive just to play around with like in the universe, right? So I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Tree, how about you? Uh, do you have any expectations, feelings about 320? The, um, I've been super stoked with 319.1 just because I, I watched, um, I've had to be very empathetic about the whole 318 and 319.0 experience because I was on active duty for multiple months in a row and I didn't get to play any of it. And so I was just watching everybody else, you know, watching, you know, people stream, watching people play, watching content creators. And I'm like, God, this is awful. This is really bad. 
but then to from that sort of far back you know point of view be able to see the progression of that development branch and how it's gotten better and now that i'm home and i've been playing 3.19.1 pretty regularly and I've, I've streamed it a couple of times and i've had a really good experience compared to what it has been and so i'm i'm excited about the progression and the the further stabilization because holy moly that we did need it 3.20 doesn't bring a lot in terms of gameplay to the pu but at the same time like i i get hyped for other people when they're excited about things and there's a lot of whole c hype even though i think it's premature because we don't know to the extent of the economy stuff you know it changes you know but if people are excited just to get their ship then you know more power to them i'm, I'm happy for them um i think the i think the thing about 320 that i'm most excited about is just continued progression um on the uh, from 318 you know the one of the big things that made it into the monthly reports is the talk to in the i think it was in the engine part where they talked about months worth of refactors and uh that are getting brought in to the next you know next branch or, or next major patch that's 320 and so if if 320 is supposed to be you know big caveat because you know those refactors could not work but if it's you know uh, supposed to be a continued progression from what we initially had at 3180 through 319 1, then that's a good thing. You know, we're we're getting more and more stability, better and better performance. Yeah, you know, um, I, I I'm happy for that because 319 1's been been treating me well. I'm hopeful that the you know that there's going to be a few little other quality of life things but as far as pu gameplay you know unless you're just an avid hauler and you're really excited about the little things that we're getting you know, in ter terms of cargo then i don't think it's a whole lot but I'll, I'll just take stability at this point and improvements to performance both server and uh, client side the only other thing about um, the i think the big thing that i'm excited about for the arena commander stuff is um i'm primarily a dropship pilot i like to go from space to ground as fast as possible without going splat and if i can practice that and practice my dropship maneuvers um just in the free flight on what is it uh green i think is the planet that the racetrack yeah. are on if i can practice that and splat as many times in arena commanders i need to to get good you know get good scrub then that's a that's a huge win for me uh and I know that there's probably going to be more opportunities for other people to do other niche things that they want to practice and, and get good at without, you know, somebody, you know, pad ramming them or, or, or just ramming into them, period. Um, and, and having to do the whole reset part. Well, I, um, I do think that there are, there are some things with 320 that I kind of was expecting to see, but I, I hope that the engine changes like you mentioned bring some sort of a couple fixes to some of the things that have been plaguing us since 318 because i do remember them saying i think that was the june monthly report maybe that maybe june or may where they mentioned that all of the stuff the core engine team had been doing they finally were going to get it into the next update i hope that's true i hope that happens you made a, a good point about the whole c2 that like we don't really know everything that's going on with that but people are getting their ship and Big, big topic at the end of last year was yeah. about the backlog and, you know, which ships are they making and all that stuff. Would you guys say that them getting a ship out from the backlog, especially one like the whole sea, is uh, something to be positive about if it's not also coming with its intended gameplay? I, 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 I think it's tough 
I, I think getting dealing with the 35 year backlog of ships is a big, big deal. It's a huge backlog that they need to be uh, getting done, but one ship's not going to solve the problem. And it's not uh, it's not an indication of any improvement in pace for production of the or fixing the backlog, really. I, I think it's more of a case of and this is going to sound really cynical, um, but them just not having a, a headline ship to make sales for the next patch. Um, because the uh, we know the spirit's not making it into 320 so and they haven't they haven't really had a headline ship this year the fury was really popular for a short time it didn't sell very well you could see it in the sales this year it hasn't been as good as last year i'm pretty sure they were thinking well we need to get some kind of ship in to uh to make those sales i know it sounds cynical but it's a business so and and that and, and for that reason i think that if you're going to be looking into the whole sea as indicating like any sort of new gameplay coming in other than what they've said i think that you maybe might be too new to star citizen to understand uh, that if they don't say explicitly in the cards that that's what they're doing they're not doing it don't ever read beyond the cards yeah don't ever do that like if if all they say they're going to be you're going to fly into a place and boxes are going to appear and it's going to be up to 32 su boxes that's all you should expect there'll be no economy changes there will be no other ships that use the 32 SU boxes unless they said it. Because you know why? Um, because in the past, you can see from past updates, for even the smallest things lately, they've been adding cards for them to kind of fill out that that uh, roadmap to make it look like there's maybe more than there actually is. Yeah. This is probably going to be the most cynical I'm going to be, but I completely agree that releasing the whole sea in advance of Quantum and in advance of the now on the progress tracker cargo missions is entirely about money it and is i mean like the, they said it was going to break no the economy way. what's yeah. changed yeah they're going to sell they'll they'll sell it in a package or in some sort of deal at citizen con and during iae and i've been saying that it's premature to release it without those things and yet here they are releasing it after talking about how those things are in active development but they're just not yet not yet you know soon tm but we're right in advance, the two biggest events of the year, uh, second to um, Invictus Launch Week. And, you know, if people are happy to get their ship, then more power to them. But I'm I'm not going to be, um, <laughs> I'm not going to try and uh, paint this page into anything it. other than it is. Yeah, yeah. they're not going to sugarcoat it and be like, yeah, no, they, they need to make money. And is that a bad thing? No, they got a business to run. They, you know, the, the other flip side of that coin is in order to produce more ships, because they talked about how they've been working so hard on the ship pipeline and hiring more people to then produce said ships. They have to be able to hire them. They have to be able to retain them. So they have to make money. And they're the turbulent acquisition. Got to pay for the turbulent. Well, I mean, that's where that big old surplus from last year came. Where do you think that went? You know, the secure turbulent. But mm. if they, they're talking about adding more ship teams, well, that's going to cost money. So they have to continue to, you know, do they have to break more records? Do we need another 33% increase over last year? No. Um, but they, you know, you can look and see in the, um, the their, their annual reports what their expenses are. And when they tell you how many people they have on staff, we know, we know within a margin of error what annual, their annual expenditures are. And if you want more ships, they need to continue to raise money. And so I, I'm not going to begrudge them too much, but I'm also not going to, you know, and, and then things don't always line up. You know, it, it is what it is. But if they don't line up and then the ship is coming out right in advance of the sales, let's let's call it what it is. Well, I, I remember back <laughs> when the raft yeah. came out and that was like that was the patch that we were hoping for the cargo refactor. And that was a while ago. 
That was the yeah, most mad I had ever seen you up to that point. I was like, <laughs> wow. Let's go. I was just looking at the video Get today. <laughs> if the raft yeah. wasn't such a well-designed ship, I think people would have been a lot more salty about that. You know, well, the, hey, the I'll, I'll, it's the only ship you can't pirate right now. Just saying. I, I, I'm gonna, I, I'm, I'm gonna be the, 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 the salty one because like that was the, the, uh, the, the raft was the, the thing that made me go, all right, CIG just, just isn't trustworthy when it comes to some of these statements. Um, I mean, they've made other statements, obviously, but like compartmentalizing each team and what they did, the fact that they only a couple of months before they were like, we're not going to release any ship without its full gameplay, and then like three months later they released the raft without its full gameplay, and we're just like, oh, so. This is a technical. <laughs> this is a weasel word. Yeah, and it was technically I mean, it works. You know, even though its gameplay doesn't actually function, and that's why when when I saw the whole sea was added to the roadmap myself, I was like, "Is this actual functionality, or is this it's just released because it's done and we're tired of leaving it out there because it could technically work?" And it so. feels almost it feels like tree, like you were saying, things don't line up. I think they did want to have the freight elevators and stuff in for the patch with the whole sea because they. They started talking about how the whole sea would get into the game towards the beginning of the year, maybe even last year. I, they, they said something like, this is the last time it'll be on sale before it's in game. So, you know, they had like that long term plan that it was going to be in game at some point this year. And they just the I guess I think it's the USPU team that's working on the cargo refactor stuff. Just uh, the work wasn't done in time at the same time. But hey, man, it, it's soon TM enough. But, you know, whatever. I would not. I would not expect cargo elevators to help with Hall C and its initial release because they haven't even talked about how that's going to work for ships in space. It's only for I've been screaming. Uh, it's about only that. a module. It's only a module for the hangars. That's it. That's that's all they're getting. That's all we're getting. So don't set your expectations low for that. I they I mean they they definitely need to develop some kind of new station module that allows you to get cargo off. I mean it should have been the cargo module that they add along with the cargo decks, but that's a separate discussion. <laughs> to have yeah, anyway. what, yeah the cargo decks what are. we're seeing what they showed us with the whole c video is like the soft death equivalent for resource management and engineering uh that's all that it is because it's that's not the final product it's here's the mm. polished prototyping that we could get done in time to release the whole c for 320 and there will be more later um, because we're also waiting that. on vehicle tractive beams. Yeah, I think it's great. I you know, love this stuff. Now. I've been I've been calling for this stuff for years. Put in whatever you can do to make each thing as fun as possible. I mean, we can be critical of them of that statement that they made. Absolutely, of the we're not going to deliver ships without their gameplay. We're never going to do a reclaimer again. Which, uh, okay, sure. But the you know, there's there's definitely some examples of where, where we're close to that. But for me, it's like, all right, we've made the whole sea functional. I think they've also made some statements of the idea of like, well, we we don't exactly know what's going to happen, right? I saw w one little sneaky statement about that of like, uh, we don't know what's going to happen when this thing explodes. We don't know what what's going to happen with all these entities on it or whatever. But the uh, you know if you do the math, thirty two SCU boxes are less than the amount of entities that are in a whole C now, so it should technically be better but who knows? So there's a lot of things that they need to figure out with this. But to answer the original question, the Hull C is the worst example of a, back, a backlog ship because it's been done in almost all of its as aspects outside of the tech yeah. to make it work. That it, Did they even really get a backlog ship out <laughs> as far as art goes? You know, they're pipe this is a different kind of thing um, when, it, when we're talking about the pipeline. Probably not for hours. 
Yeah, because yeah. the, the issue is the developer hours for for developing those ships, and they already had most of the hours in that. It was the engineering part of it, uh, mm -hmm. the modularity of it, that they needed to get sorted. That was an engineering task. It wasn't like a ship team. I think the majority of the time yeah, they spend... The ship art section, you almost art, never yeah. saw anything on it, right? Yeah. 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 They, sh question. they showed us the art for that years and years ago, mm -hmm. the, the whole sea. I, I recall the them. Yeah. Well, they've been teasing it, too. Like, they, they, they teased us last year with, about it. Yeah, I say they they did say that they 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 finished it 2018, 2019 it was done and then yeah. they were like, yeah, mm -hmm. we need to redo we need to do the art and the interiors and stuff like that. So they, you know, and the reason why is cuz it's in squadron. Like that's the reason why it was it was is it is where it is. Um and mm. uh they've even said that it's in squadron, it's a squadron ship, we need to get it done. So, uh the art was pretty much done as of last year, if I remember following it correctly. Like they had pretty much finished the the complete update by like November of last year. Yeah, they hadn't done all the technical stuff. Yeah, yeah. Can I ask a quick question? Because I think Salty Mike brought up a, a good point about the raft. How or was it Astropub? How it's immune to piracy? Yeah. Or uh, unless those thirty-two SCU containers randomly break up into one SCU containers, how are we going to pirate a whole sea? Oh, Do you think we're going to be able to well, move a 32 a SCU container? Oh, with, but oh, the 32 okay. SCU containers. They talked about the multi-tool being overpowered until they bring in the, the other stuff. So oh, yeah. I imagine you're going to just use a multi-tool for now, and then they're going to lower the functionality of the multi-tool in the future. Or you pirate it with another whole C that has a ship tractor beam. Pirate whole C. I don't know. Yeah. yeah well, the, I, the, I would the not expect ship tractor beams. beams. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I don't think those good. are coming. Yeah. Yeah. So I and think that, it's just going to be multi-tool. That's the other That'd thing that's premature about it, thing. Yeah. is there's no vehicle tractor beams. That's a right. huge part of the whole C's functionality. But yeah, and yeah. that actually brings me they to keep another showing point. Showing them though, too, the tractor beam that on the whole C as yeah. like a thing, right? So that brings me back to another point. Uh, another addition that's coming in 320, or rather the 3.20 branch, just revealed this week was the A1 Spirit, and I think a lot of people are wondering why is that coming before the C1 now. The only theories I've seen that would make any sense are that they were waiting for the tractor beam to be finished, but then it's like, why would that hold the, the ship back when the whole sea is coming? What do you guys hide, think of morph, that? Morph, hide, run. <laughs> I actually like it. I know. I actually, I think the A1 is actually, okay, now that you brought the topic up, I actually really like the A1 because it's not, it's not like so invulnerable, invulnerable to damage that you need like thirty people to shoot it, or you have to have retaliate or per perfectly positioned. So oh, I'm actually okay and excited it. for it. Uh, what? I don't think will, it'll be that. It will tanky. be until they nerf it. <laughs> Somebody's <laughs> gonna misplace a zero just to just to just with just you. to make it invulnerable. Yeah. yeah. Um, I I, I yeah. will I will jump jump on this and say I think it's just an order of operations. They started working on the A one. Then they worked on the C two C one, and now and they're, then they're working on the E one. I think it's just the A one was the first one they started, and so it's done because like the A one was the first one they started because they got the raft done quickly. Uh, they they did, but the but the E one uh didn't enter gray box until fairly recently, and the A one was in final art what uh final art phase in like June or July, and then the C one was in uh something close behind it, so. Uh, I would I wouldn't ex like I would expect the the C one to be out by IAE, but the uh, A one you know it, the reason it just they wanted to get it done and uh, they but, even had like yeah, it's, it's fractions of the bomb was it so. in squadron like why why the bomber the the, the C one seems like it would take less work 
you know? Yeah, it does. It's, it is weird. I, I think maybe the I, A1's more attractive and more expensive than the C1. I wouldn't I mean, be surprised if we saw the C1 on... added for IAE. If, you know, um, if the A1 is in the 320 branch and it's 320.x and we know that there's going to be a 320.x for Citizen, we don't know, but we can reasonably assume that 320, there's going to be a 320.x for whatever ship goes, you know, flyable at CitizenCon, and then there will be another for IAE. And so I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if they could get the C1 done in time for IAE, but I, I think they're just not ready to commit to it. Um, but I, I agree. I would hope that it's not far behind just because it's a Crusader freelancer. Like, what, what yeah. more do you need? Yeah. You know? I've always questioned the with the A2 and now the A1 is like the, the same thing that we talked about with like the raft or the whole C is do you guys argue that because you can bomb like a jump town or something like that, that its gameplay is there and it, it exists? I always thought it was kind of weird where there's like, yeah, there's like no mission that, you know, hey, bomb this convoy of tanks over here or whatever. And I guess it's because obviously NPCs can't drive tanks yet, uh, although we've seen many monthly reports of that being possible just not for us the yet. monthly report ai section man oh yeah it's always just <laughs> filled with stuff that's not wow that game looks sick like, <laughs> yeah i haven't seen it I play this. <laughs> wait 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 we're talking we're talking multiple different roles that are randomly assigned and driving vehicles and being able to target each other what what is what is this ai where is this ai cig i'd like to see it yeah. you know <laughs> but yeah i always looked at bombers as like an interesting one from that aspect of like okay it has its pvp um applications but there's no other application for it outside of like ooh like a cool explosion nice. yeah yeah Maybe. i don't do we have those size bombs for the a2 i've never no. actually used an a2 i don't no. think so okay. so it's a different they, size right yes yeah, size five I, versus size nine i believe yeah, but the size five bombs were done a while before the A2 was even sold. I remember them testing out size three and size five. Yeah, um, but they're just yeah, not they're in ISC sprint report, something weird with them a while, yeah. they, long, long time ago. They wanted to release a module for the A2 to swap out for uh, a cluster, swap right? the size 10 for clusters. Yeah, so they wanted the yeah. fives to be used as well as an option. I don't know if they're still going to do that. They probably will at some point, but I don't think it's in the cards with the A1. Is it the same size going from the A1? has size fives and the a2 will also be able to carry just more size fives right yeah, because i think it's the yeah. same okay it's the same model that they developed for the a2 i'd have to go back and look at the the number on the different sheet just because i don't care about the eight the, the a2 all that much other than not seeing it <laughs> either way um i do agree with you that i, I just don't assume the gameplay is not there for bombers and when i see new bombers come in i'm like hey, you're not nobody's it's I, Nobody's going to use it. You can make the argument for so much of the game. Yeah, you can make the argument for so many tier ones and tier zeros in this game. I mean, even the most complete loop that we have mining, we're mining to what end for those resources to do what and manufacture what and add up to what. I mean, yeah, there's so but, many holes in the game. So I mean, what, like, if they want to add a bomber to do alpha UEC, morph money, pretty like explosions, <laughs> whatever, man. But, but I mean, I'll tell you this: like, it looks good on a thumbnail, and it's fun to watch explosions. So that I am could be the put reason it on enough. A thumbnail. I am going to do that. <laughs> yeah. But like, look at the um, look at the 400i, right? That's a ship that you could argue yeah. didn't have its gameplay when it came in, but you can carry a vehicle with that. You can carry cargo with it. It's a multi-crew ship. The A1 they can't even hold cargo. 
You're literally just carrying around 10 bombs space, to drop on top space, of why, bunkers. Why, why you got to stab me in the heart with that 400i comment? Well, get, <laughs> That's another one me. that got on my nerves, man. The X the X one is is my biggest my biggest uh, uh, burden that I don't understand why CIG hasn't created the X one. That's that's a complete discussion. But yeah, yeah I get what you're the saying. Best, the best gameplay that could come out of a, another bomber would be being able to reload bombs using a tractor beam, like you can do with missiles. Except the bombs are very fragile, because I want to <laughs> see the accidents happen on stream. <laughs> That's good gameplay. That's good, solid family yeah. fun gameplay. It is. So mm -hmm. overall, three point twenty for you guys is like middle of the road. Just uh, where well, would actually, you play it? On I, haven't, I haven't. Oh, yeah, even, I haven't. I yeah, haven't answered the first question. Um, but I, th I think my opinion has come through already in this conversation. I'm not super excited for three twenty, but I think you were also there's also another part of the question, but maybe I'm mistaken because everyone just started talking about three twenty. Didn't you ask about the content drought in general this year, or was it more focused towards three twenty? I figured since the answers were three twenty, we could move on to that next. Okay, all right, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, my answer is still that I feel three twenty is very underwhelming, and there just does it, it. It feels like we're in a really big drop because I'm not into uh, mining, and I don't think the salvage had a whole lot of content to digest with it. So it's just it feels. Feels very much like there's been a drought, and this is not going to alleviate that at all. Well, let's talk about the drought now that you've got us here. Um, and I think actually it'd be best to maybe contextualize it by comparing it to the drought before 3.0, because different companies building it, similar kind of situation with the whole tech holdup. So let's talk about it. How are you feeling about content this year? That was it's for you, been. I, it's been really, I have to say, it's been really underwhelming. And I think that the interest in Star Citizen is kind of the result of that. I mean, I, I've seen it in my numbers, and I know a lot of people have as well. Just people are, are less interested in Star Citizen, to be frank. I am, too. I mean, I've been, I've, I've haven't played Star Citizen this little in a long time. I've been streaming mostly other games, and actually, unless I do a Star Citizen video, I've not even been playing it on my free time. Um, it's just, I, I'm... I'm having so many issues since 318, 319 as well. Um, I'm, I'm glad that you've been having a good experience, Tree, but personally, every single time I play with my community, we have half of our group desyncing um, because we have a global community. I live in Taiwan, and it's just it's, it's impossible for me to play with anybody because there's always somebody invisible. There's always some kind of terrible desync issue. So uh, this year's just been terrible. And, and also, as a reminder, we've been on the 318 branch for this entire year so far, and I'm not so sure, but 319, sorry, 320 might also be the 318 branch. I'm not saying it is. I don't know if it will be, but it might also be the 318 branch. So I can confirm that it's 100% not. That's yeah, the only yeah. reason we're getting the Arena Commander updates is because they weren't... So the reason... the A lot of the Arena Commander updates, this is the, the craziest thing about 320 and why it's... I don't understand why it's so dead. Like, what what are people working on is a lot of the, a lot of the updates we're getting in 320 were supposed to be in 319 if it was the 319 branch yeah so it's it's like dude what that that's the hard part with like why is it so dead for pu updates what and uh, that's what i'm confused about because of, of that and then we got more with arena commander because it took an extra patch so it, it won't yeah. be 318 morph but you know I, it is it is still concerning that like it's not 318 why isn't there more uh, i mean there are as well 
I put a list together because I'm making a video on the things that they talked about at the end of last year going actually through last year that they were looking to get in this year. There's around 16 huge items that we've not heard about really and probably won't make it in this year. Uh, they're, they're massive. I, I don't want to go all, through the, all of them unless you guys want to listen to me rattle off 16 different things, but they're big. And that's what, I, that's, that's what I'm looking at and thinking, wow, like, yeah. What is 320 is just Arena Commander. Yeah, a few that are the biggest. You know, like Master Modes is one of the big ones. Obviously, server meshing. Uh, engineering is, a, is another big one. Bounty hunting, hacking, uh, AI improvements, the, the Vulcan integration, the Quanta, uh, persistence hangers and habs have fallen completely off the radar. We've heard nothing about it. All the items associated with the cargo refactor, like cargo lifts, cargo decks, uh, the extra loading bays, ship tractor beams, uh, the new star map, the movement we saw for Squadron 42, the underground facilities. I could keep going. All of those things, like, we've not found them. It's probably because of PES not working like they had hoped. I'm pretty sure that that's been a big drag on them being able to get anything in because it's pushing back the entire schedule. I don't know, but it seems to me that that's likely the case. I feel like they lost six months, right? I mean, with this. Yeah, it it does feel that way. Yeah. I mean, it could also be that they were like, since we can't get in, I'm sorry to cut you off, Trey. Just let me finish this one thought. Um, I think it could also be that since they figured that they can't, they can't because of all of these holdups with the tech, get this stuff in, that they've just retasked many of the teams on Squadron. It's a guess, but we know most of them are working on Squadron. It could just be that more of them are working on Squadron instead of this content for the PU. <laughs> yes, <my> Tree. <laughs> Go ahead, Tree. Sorry. Waiting on the teacher to call on me. Um, so the, the big thing with the, for me about 320 is they... If they are working on things for the engine, if they're working on improvements for PES to continue, they they need to a they need to get these things in for us to test and break them. It's part of that 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 further progression for both the engine, but also the back end with PES in advance of server meshing. So they they need to get these things in. They need to test them. They also are trying to adhere to the four patch of your system. This is why like 320 is targeted for August. Yeah, I don't know if you guys have noticed these things, but that's why it's in Evo in July, because they're targeting it for August instead of it being a citizen con patch. And I think they're probably doing that, A, because they need to they want to have four patches in the year, but B, they need to get these things in in advance of whatever they're shooting for for a fourth quarter patch. I think the 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 thing that's going to be different with this year is they're going to try and get in a fourth quarter patch. Um, we'll see how well that works out because we all know how those those go. But the things that they wanted in for that fourth, uh, they wanted in for the Q3 patch aren't going to be ready for the Q3 patch. And so they're getting in what they can get in in order to have that that sort of patch branch. Like, I think the the Q4 patch, whatever, you know, 321 is probably going to be on the 320 um, branch and just add in more features that they're already working on, but they just can't get can't get done in time. And I think that's a like so, valid expectation, yeah. 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 I, but at the same but time, I, I I'm going to set my expectation because it's a Q4 patch and we know how those go. Yeah, so. I was going to say, don't set your expectations high. They're not going to pull like, yeah. a, like a big patch of the year off on, on the Q4. That usually doesn't this happen. This is what Chris wants. This is what Chris is going to get. Which is and which what is, we're going to get. After 320, any patch is going to feel like the patch of the year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. After this year, yeah. anything so, 321 year. is going to be the greatest patch you've ever experienced, I feel like. The the other thing I want to caveat is, and I have to say this, and this is that uh, I'm not attacking Morph at all because I love Morph, Morph, love his content. The, the thing about Squadron 42 
is yes, there are a lot of people working on Squadron 42. You can use the Shiny, go to shinytracker.app, learn how to use that tool, hop in my Discord, ask Shiny Hobo all about it. It's it's amazing tool, it'll tell you everything you need to know. There's a whole lot more information on the progress tracker that we can't see because the website doesn't support it, but is supported by shinytracker.app. There's a whole lot of people working on things for Squadron that are also for the PU. And yes, it takes time to import them, but it is those are shared assets, shared tech, and I think there's a lot of things that can be moved over in a, for stars in fairly expeditious manner, you know, a couple of quarters that they're coming in very closely on the squadron side. And so I think it's one thing I always like to caveat. Yes, there are a lot of people working on Squadron 42. A lot of those people, the majority of them, are working on shared items. So they are working on the PU, but they're working on those things in order to get them done in a more polished state. So that way, when they uh, when they do import the new star map the new MFDs, the new flight model, all that, that it's in a more polished state. And that's why these things are taking longer. And, and so you yeah, have to... The, the, the issue with out. that is, the issue with that is, the first, the this team moved over to Squadron now years ago, and the first thing that we've gotten, and the only thing that we've gotten that was supposed to be in a more polished state is the, uh, the multi-tool salvage mechanic that was the actor feature team was the first one that moved over that is the first thing that came over that is from squadron 42 and i would argue mm -hmm. that is not in a very polished state and isn't a very uh finished system for me now i absolutely agree with everything that you're saying and it is a very much a we'll see kind of moment yeah. for the end of the year because their plan is at the end of the year is when uh, you know, they I think they said it at CitizenCon last year they is did. that at the end of next year, this is when we would like to get these things in. So well, they said they're towards still the not end of last, next yeah, year. Yeah, towards mm -hmm. the end. So let's assume it's definitely the end of the year now that we see the 320, right? And the expectation is star map, uh of vaulting and um you know, EVA and all the other things that we had seen, right? And if yeah. those don't come in and then they're not polished, then you know it's cig status quo as always and their their plan didn't work out and it's obviously going to be a disappointment but i certainly hope you're right but it's so hard for me personally to have uh to to just come out and say those things as if they're they're gonna happen it's definitely yeah, we we'll see yeah. happen we just yeah, know I, that I, this is the plan and this is what's yeah, being worked on exactly and we don't know when but that is you know that, that the, we only have one example, but at the same time, like the the UI tech team and the UI feature team was moved over a year and some, you know, just over a year ago. The actor feature team, the core gameplay pillar team was a year and a half ago. So it's, yeah, these things are taking longer than other features because these people are not working on them in the normal six month window that they have for a patch with the whole stagger development thing. Well, and, I've got, I've got some of this stuff pulled up. I, I wanted to, tell you guys this is uh exactly what they said at the beginning at the end of last year they said towards the end of the year 2023 we should see some of the more squadron 42 related work arrive in star citizen more flexible player traversal especially on ladders and ledges a greatly improved interaction in system fps scanning the new star map mfds using more performant and flexible building blocks ui system and much deeper combat ai now that's what was said at the end of last year. And I think that was meant to set expectations based on the idea that PES was going to get, uh, I think they wanted it to be in testing in January and cleaned up like pretty quickly. So clearly they blew past that. But 
The thing that gets me about that statement is that the preceding statement before that is that there are a host of other exciting features and content we have planned for 2023, including Pyro with its planets, moons, and settlements, um, item resource management in ships, bounty hunting with the full tracking system, persistent hangars with freight elevators. All of those things were listed before this stuff that was supposed to be towards the end of the year. So I think that's really what's hurting and making it feel like a drought in that you're saying like, we're not getting major PU features. Um, we're, we're still kind of seeing the same pace as we were seeing in 3.18 or, or during that PES period of time in terms of what they're telling us is coming next. We're not getting that, here's what's next. We don't, we don't have any idea what comes after 3.20. 3.20 doesn't have anything big in it to really get people excited. And none yeah. of these features, not a single one of these features, except for, I would say, the traversal, I hear that the ledge grabbing is coming in in 320, maybe. None of that other stuff, though, is being talked about. If it's not being talked about even, then I, I, would, I would bet that it's not going to be even 321 that it comes in. I mean, like, the way that you were just talking about it, how they wanted to have it towards the end of the year with that other stuff in front, just leads me to believe that all of this stuff is coming next year. They're saving it for I, Citizen Con morph. Yeah, right. Okay. If that's all they're saving <laughs> for Citizen Con, oh, God. Yeah. They got to get, get two, two, uh, two days, right? I, yeah. I, I would, um, I would like to kind of, uh, in, in defense of tree and <laughs> this as well. Um, yeah. I think it's also well, to the, put things into context is that CIG takes six to nine months to turn around, uh, uh anything from squadron 42 into star citizen. And I've heard from people who work at CIG that it wasn't just the salvage, the hand salvage feature, but it was also the salvage whole stripping itself was also a squadron 42 feature that they put okay. they put in there. So yeah. like the whole that whole that whole thing was Squadron 42 centric first and then ported over to the PU. Um, the reasons they're not in the PU is because they're not done for Squadron yet. And we know based off the monthly reports when salvage was done for Squadron and how long it took to then get into the 318 branch. The delay was due to PES. No and the the Space Tomato, you read off the word and the verbiage is important. And if you go la you you look at the the letter from the chairman from December versus last year, the verbiage is very different. And some it, it reads as if someone went up to Chris and proofread his letter and then said, no, 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 no. And then changed it to plan, change it to this and that, because the, the way things are written is so that they can go back and weasel word the hell out of it. Yeah. Because a lot of people take it and then they read it the way they want to interpret it. And then if somebody says something, they can go back and screenshot the hell out of it and say, no, this is what we said. This is the plan. No plan survives first contact with the enemy, the enemy being PES. Um, but you know, that, there's a whole bunch of caveats in there that is written in the verbiage. And we all, not we all, the, the community likes to run with it because the, the, the letter gets paraphrased and people read into it what they want to hear. And that's not actually what was said. And that, I think, I'm not defending, I'll never defend CR, but I will read in perfect context and screenshot and quote and timestamp the hell out of things so that <laughs> things are accurate. You know, that's, that's I don't think I, they yeah, could that, have been any more straightforward with this one, though. The, I mean, the thing that I... Read, oh, sorry. How, what did they say? They said plan. No, towards the plan. end of the year, yeah. we should see some of the more Squadron 42 related work arrive in Star Good. Citizen. That's a lot of, there's sure. a lot of weasel works in that. Should. There's a yeah. lot of weasel works. Should yeah. maybe, possibly. It, okay. <laughs> Are we well, going to defend CIG for, 
for playing semantics so that they can get no, away I'm, with I'm not defending him. I'm just saying this is what they said and they changed you go like the Fine. the language for pyro and 4.0 but, you know, but we know I, we know how people read into that, that. You have to, you have to yes, look at like the larger, we can be like, well, we have experience. We know technically they're going to wheeze a lot of this, but majority of people mm -hmm. are going to read into that thinking that this is something that they're looking to do. And that is their expectation. And those expectations are going to be not met. Um, mm -hmm. So. No, I, I agree completely. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not excusing. I'm just saying there, there's mm -hmm. a reason that the language has changed from what yeah. years ago it was that we will do this. We will do that too. We should, does we say... plan, maybe. It does say and, we will also be rolling out the new item resource system. So they do they true. do miss a couple words there. I, I think the and I don't, I hope you don't feel attacked here, Tree, because I'm definitely no, not no, no, trying no. to do that. I, the re, the reason I hurt my feelings, I, but you know it's good, it, good. This is what they do. It and we this is you know you do it a lot in your videos, Salty Mike, is expectation management and. I, I try and caveat these things. This is what was said. This is how I'm setting my expectations based off of maybe, should, hope, you know, plan, Same. not, yeah. Yeah, and, and that's like when you at first made your statements, it was like, this is what we're going to see. And I was like, well, we don't know. And and I think the biggest yeah. part of of uh -oh. what where I thought, yeah, tomato yeah, camera ripped. <laughs> but the, <laughs> the, the, biggest, the biggest part of what I wanted to, like wanted to say when tomato started reading of like, well, look at what they said just before this. How can we set the expectations of they'll even get the, like we can't have any anymore. And we definitely can't make expectations off of CR letters. And it's like, uh, it's really hard for me to, to think this far in the future about anything anymore because of stuff like that. I really hope you're, that's why I said like, I really hope you're right tree. And I really, I can't wait for the day that we get to, to go, yeah, the Squadron 42 stuff is helping the PU, and I really hope we get there. But for me, until I, I'm at the point where you have to do action, I can't hear words anymore. I don't care if you say should, I don't care if you say will, none of it matters until I'm testing it in Evo, I'm testing it on the PTU, and then I'm playing it on my my client. None of this matters anymore because we've had 11 years of bullshit mm -hmm. statements that mean absolutely nothing. I mean, like, you know, and I, you, you say you go back and look at all this stuff. I'm sure you see plenty of bullshit on top oh, of yeah. the things that they are. And, and I started out my like first statements here of, if you really look back, you still see the vision being like being the steps being happening. Right. But then you also come across a lot of like, what, what is this guy talking about? You know, I think, yeah, I just think the change in the language and the way they write and say things is interesting. Because, Honestly, you know, I, I hope that somebody is doing the whole the, the, the crook thing and pulling CR back because yeah. we, we all know how that's gone for however long now. And it's just, you know, if you go back and you reread the letter from the chairman from May of last year versus the one in December, it's really interesting to compare and contrast them because, boy, that did not pan out really well with them for that first one. And so they changed a lot of the way it was written. Well, that's... And, you know, it's it's still not great for expectation management, but yeah. it's, <laughs> you know, that's, that's I think, where... I think us like uh, maybe morph and I specifically are feeling that that letter, e even though the, the word, it, the words have changed that the, I we're still not confident in any of them. Um, well, that's oh, yeah. my I, angle on it. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I yeah. read this letter and at the beginning of the year, I 
I made a expectations video in December and then I got this letter and I made another one in January and that one in January while like I didn't take all of this stuff as as being out this year because it's a lot of good features I expected at least two of these things to show up like if they're gonna say oh yeah we we want to have this we will roll this out I expected there to be a couple of these things showing up and while they still might show up it Looking at the language in this letter compared to the one from May and seeing that improvement that you're mentioning, Tree, but then also now running into the same problem with this one shakes me. <laughs> like, yeah. I, it, I just I want to be able to talk about these things and feel confident in them. And I, I'm yeah. losing that. Uh, to, to, to support Morph in, uh, a little bit, because I mean, Morph, you've also said, uh, said earlier, it's like, you know, we need to take CIG... We, we can't really look at CIG and take everything they say at face value because um, for like, for like expectations for like the end of the year patch, we always, always, always like, um, but at the same time, I think the, 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 the reason why we likely aren't seeing a lot of these things and we probably won't see some of these things. It seems it, as Morph said at the beginning, I think we all agree. If CIG is talking about it, they're working on it. If they're not talking about it, they're not working on it. We have to see exactly what they say, what they're doing, and they don't expect anything else from this, from that, 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 that whole list. And I think what happened was 318 blew up in their face. It exploded, and they had to scramble to fix it. And so a lot of things that were planned for release, which were maybe ready to go, PES happened, and then now they're going, how do we fix it? Uh, see, like this last week where they did the, um, oh, what was it? The hole munching uh, situation where hole munching uh like like hole munching isn't going to be here this year because PES is causing problems so they won't be likely won't be able to to finish it even if uh, because their their initial prototypes just say yeah PES is a problem and i it would be hard to sit here and go well how many other problems are occurring because of PES um and uh so yeah i think i think CIG was wildly as usual wildly optimistic at the beginning of this year because it's in their nature to be optimistic because a lot of their internal goals are the stuff they share with us. And they, they, want, they don't want to sit there and be like, hey, team of one over a thousand people, we're not going to get any of these major goals done this year. Let's just make sure the game doesn't explode because it doesn't, it's not how you inspire confidence in those people. Well, but as a result, it sets bad expectations for the community. So I think that's also where we're kind of seeing a problem this year is that they laid out these expectations all this stuff happened and they haven't come back to us and been like hey things aren't going well here's why here's what we're doing you know mid-year they said they were going to do a post-mortem it's two been, weeks ago yeah it's been six months that we've been dealing like we don't we wouldn't be having this conversation if they had told us what went wrong and like said hey ps is causing more problems we got to push things back this is just how it is we've acknowledged to them when they did that with the uh what was it the the sentok yai we've acknowledged mm -hmm. to them when they've done it with other things we are okay with bad news give us the bad mm -hmm. news let us know what's going on so we're not sitting here in august wondering what's going on with the patch in september or, or in august mm -hmm. or whatever are we really okay with bad news <laughs> dude uh, bad news well, is better see, than that, this that's man. what's got me <laughs> yeah, yeah. Swiss this was got me really worried because you recall the other tech they had before PES and how they went dark on it because they realized it wouldn't work and they mm. didn't want to talk mm. about it for a year until they figured out something else. I hope to God that that's not the case, but if they're not saying anything with postmortem, worst case scenario, that's what's happened with PES. They need to completely rethink the way PES works. 
I think they're doing so, what Tree said with the uh, with with the letter from the chairman is making sure we don't because mm-hmm. they 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 almost never admit wrongdoing because I don't know if there'll be legal complications with it. So a postmortem is supposed to be we fucked up. This is how we're going to fix it. That's literally what a postmortem is, as far as my understanding. I don't know. I just worked in casinos. I'm an idiot. But the the idea <laughs> of of a postmortem, I'm pretty sure that it is what it is. Almost never that it, the postmortems are just like monthly reports of this is what we worked on for the most part. And, and it was what I've mm-hmm. seen in the past. Yeah. My hope is that these are we got to be honest in these because PES was not a good experience for us entirely. I mean, how many people have experienced it to the level of the expectation that it should have been? I I got it like one time, one time. And it's like this. It, it was a server crashed. I was mining a huge Quantanium rock with like five moles. Server crashes. We wait 30 minutes. And then we try to log back in. We get back into that same server and we go right back. Even the, the gadget was on the ground of the of the rock we broke like everything was there it was amazing but the it actually doing that consistently for everybody was not an expectation they set either if you look back at the at all the information um but it's it's there accident (laughs) it was a yeah well i mean it it's it's exact it's working exactly how it will work but it takes 30 minutes for that server to come back up because we don't have the replication layer split out or whatever right there's plenty of reasons but at i think nobody's expectation would be on august or uh july 29th that we would be still dealing with what we're dealing with now cig included no. right and i i was uh, just looking at the, the uh, sorry go ahead the server meshing yeah sorry to interrupt you i was just looking at the server meshing video today and uh the last one they did they talked about how they were planning on how the next step was going to be, this was like I think five or six months ago, to separate the, the replication layer from the G- DGS. And seeing how they've still not done that yet, I think that really sets back their timeline pretty significantly with PES. It's really had a lot of problems if they haven't been able to put that into 3, uh, 319 or 320. No matchmaking. Yeah, that, no was be I mean, that, that comes later even. I mean, that we're just talking about making a, a, the, the replication layer separate from the DGS. Right, before not, that, Not though, even talking about... Yeah. Before that, they said they wanted to harden PES so that we could choose which shard we went into, and then they would separate the replication layer. So we're, we're, we're still at step one after 318 getting PES in. As far as we know, the, yeah. Yeah, as far as we know. The... the, the um... The thing with the postmortem is, and, and the, I think this is probably the only reason it's been delayed, and I'm I'm eagerly anticipating it because I like to read, is I think that they'll probably do a combined for the entire 318 branch, and they're just waiting for us to get out of 319 and into 320, and then do it because it's it's a postmortem of the whole thing. Why well, post it branch. two weeks ago, Tree? Why yeah. talk about it two weeks yeah. ago? That's the problem. That's the problem. Yeah. Like, the problem I, is I, the postmortem. Always just the a... same thing. They always do the yeah. same thing. They always fuck this up and it's like uh, how yeah. how briefing room um oh god don't uh, mention the briefing room i, I mean I, I could list off all the times they've done this yeah. exact same thing and yeah. never learn from it that's yeah. that's oh, the yeah. one problem i have is that they've I, done the exact same thing and never learned from it i'm just speculating as to why is it taking so long that's the only reason i can think of and i wish that they would communicate as to why if there's a reason, is it just take a long time to write? Are they waiting because we're still in the 319 branch and they haven't gotten all the results and all the data? You know, I, I don't, 
I don't know. And it bothers me when they don't communicate. Yeah, it's, it's a two-sentence post on Spectrum that they haven't done, which yeah. is, yeah. you know. Yeah. The saddest thing is, like, yeah. this isn't even a Star Citizen problem, right? This is just a, like, Uh-oh. if you follow the project, <laughs> you see the same thing over and over again. And it has nothing to do with the actual game. And it and it makes the game look worse than the game actually feels, right? Because you have this, like, icky feeling about this dumb shit that they do. And then you go in the game and it has problems, and then those icky feelings make those problems feel worse, you know? And it just, you, you apply that stupid stuff to the game that also has stupid stuff, and you're just like, ugh, it sucks, you know? Yeah. The other thing with the replication layer that I just want to mention, and again, this is this is one of those things where I think a lot of us read into things and, and where we think it says more than what it says. Um, and they said the step is to separate the replication layer. I don't know, and they haven't clarified if that means a separate branch where that replication layer is separate pr- prior to 4.0. Because separating the the replication layer and separating it for server meshing doesn't serve a whole lot of a purpose while we're still single server, single shard. Yeah, they need the replication layer separate for when mm-hmm. we have multiple server nodes uh, as part of a shard. And so I don't know if it makes a lot of sense for them to make it its own separate branch where they do that, where it doesn't, all it's doing is the replication layer is still communicating with one server node for one shard. It's just separate. And so I don't know if they're going to do that and they haven't clarified. And so that's the only thing where they said, this is the next step. And so maybe they will take that step, but not implement it because they don't need to do that until that replication layer needs to communicate with multiple server nodes within that server. And so that, well, they, uh, you know, that's just me speculating based off what they haven't they said. Didn't, they didn't say that, though. They, they just said that the next step for them would be to be separate. They didn't say anything about testing it with server meshing. They said that they wanted to do that before doing server meshing. So I think that they want to test yeah. it beforehand. Yeah, but so. that's the thing. We, we don't know if that, that is a, a test that includes, hey, we're going to do this in 320 or 321. We don't know if that's a separate step because it really it's not a huge change because it's still one replication layer one server it's just not on the actual server node itself but my point is my point is that it's an indicator of the of their timeline for where they think they're going to be for like a lot of this big content that they want to get out much of it being restricted by the lack of server meshing and basically not server meshing necessarily but the the ability for you to continually be in the same shard and if if they've not gotten that done yet means that they are not going to get in testing at the end of this year like they had originally planned it's going to be maybe the end of next year, possibly. I don't know. I'm just being pessimistic here, but it's probably end of next year. So, and I think, I mean, if we looked mm-hmm. at the the most recent ISC, where man was that a an interesting little thing where they were like, all right, we spawned all these stations and things, and then we, we're you're watching the server FPS drop down to five, and you're realizing like, whoa. Um, okay, so it's not necessarily player action. It's the fact that players are streaming in these locations and mm-hmm. how how impactful server meshing actually will be for for uh, everybody if they're able to split a lot of those things out and and to think that we're still um, not even at we don't even know if we're out of the the initial PES thing. I think that's why I'm so. Um, yeah. Dead set on hearing this postmortem I'm is with like, you, Mike. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, where where are we? Because we're talking a lot about what's three twenty, what's three twenty, what's three twenty one. Where we 
we the biggest piece they put in six months not a single dev post like we don't have like yogi in there we don't have elliot we don't have all these people that are like passionate about what they're doing passionate enough i i don't want to say it that way because i think it's it, it's saying it very bad about those specific devs they could just be extremely busy right mm-hmm. but i see enough yeah, it's of an them information post on, void yeah i yeah. see enough of them post on twitter every time a new patch comes out so they have enough time to write that it would be really cool if they if they took a little time and like updated us on where they are now and things like that. Like it, the social, the, yeah, the void is, is the a big problem, right? Is yeah. if this is open development, consistent communication is really important. If it's just a little post occasionally, that's a good thing as well. Right. And, and that's where I think the biggest problem right now with this year and these patches are, Hey, we screwed up or, Hey, this was harder than it was or whatever. Just tell the truth of what happened. And then where are we now? Where are we going in the short term? We all know what the long term is. I don't give a shit about the long term anymore. We know what the steps are for that. For the most part, what's, what are the short term steps steps and what should we be feeling each patch so we can give feedback on what we're feeling in each patch. I don't know what I'm supposed to experience anymore. So it's, it's frustrating. That's just where I am. And it's, it's all around communication and it's got nothing to do with the game developers or the or the the game in a, in so many ways for me that's just my yeah. personal feelings on it it's just I, been I such a dog the, shit experience this year the drought that we're having right now feels more like an information drought than the content drought like 3.0 was yes yeah because yeah, i think fair. we're getting 3.0, great we were just features yeah but we're not, not getting server meshing not pes and that's yeah, the big not, void. Not pillars. Not, not pillars, pillars. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And we're pillars are what matter here. We're, we're getting information on features, but we're not getting any information on when. And we know that much of it's behind <gasps> these technical the, the features w- like server it. meshing. I know. I know. And and the thing is, <laughs> like, monetized. I agree with, with Mike on this because if we had more information about how things were going with PES and that progress towards server meshing, like, if they more regularly updated us on that, I'd feel much better about this year personally as a backer and not saying as a content creator, because content has been terrible uh, to cover. But like as a as a backer, I feel much more confident just knowing, like, are they hitting the mark? What problems are they encountering? Are Do they have plans going forward for how they're going to address these issues and how far back has this shifted their timeline for it? Like if they talked about this, we're open about it. I'd be so happy, man. I'd, I'd have a completely different tone right now with the way I feel about Star Citizen. Same. It'd so, feel better. I, yeah, I'll, I'll st- uh, you in the in. back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk over people, but I, uh, the 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 problem I think is a couple a couple of things is, and this is this is a the sad part about this is that this is a repeated thing. This is something yes. that has happened every year for years, and it's something that the not just the content creators but community has been asking for a long time. And I think there gets some they get some mixed up. I think and that's the that's the problem is that often you can get people who are screeching because they just like to screech about CIG and Star Citizen. And then you get the people who are like, hey, please tell us about things. And then, you know, CIG as developers and as the, the, the community folks who are dealing with this, they only have so much bandwidth and time and then things get mixed up. And, it's, and I think sometimes the wrong lessons are learned. But uh, this problem specifically, I think is, is I think uh, Tomato, you put it, put it uh, the best. Which is this is an information problem, not a content problem. This is uh, like this doesn't feel like 3.0 because we're getting 320, we're getting 321 probably. We may get a 322. We don't know when 4.0 is coming out at all, but like 
we're, we're getting content, which was completely right. different for us who've been around since 263, where they just didn't give us anything for a year. That was right. rough. Um, that put hair on my chin. But the problem is, is that this isn't even white a white in the hair on my chin. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it put put hair it put hair on uh, Jared Jared Huckabee's uh, chin too yeah. because he didn't yeah. shave until three came out. <laughs> um, but the uh, the the I think this is we're talking about the server meshing issue is the thing that everyone brings up and I bring up all the time as well. January we got a part one of all of this and then we haven't had part two at all. <sighs> yeah. Since then, and I think that is more because. If it's just us four nerds reading reading monthly reports and looking at the the content, people would be screaming, "Where is where is, where is it?" The problem is, is that CIG went ahead and made a video, which was confusing, which was that made it seem like they were just starting to work on it, which made a lot of people go, "What what's going on?" And then also said it's a part one, and then we haven't seen part two to clarify any of these issues. So it makes also, it seem like I'd like it, to it add makes in. It seem like, go ahead. That was part of the Road to 4.0 video series, and it was the yes. last episode. They did it for three months and then stopped. Yeah. Briefing yeah. room, server meshing. Yeah. And that's the thing I'm most salty about is we get lots <laughs> of information every month and every two weeks about the, the content, the game content that they're working on. And, and, and we do see some progress there. And, you know, it's, I, I will set my expectations based off of what is shown and what is said. Mm -hmm. And they are doing nothing to set the expectation for what the progress has been on PES and server meshing. It's, you know, it's, it's that void. And so that, that's the part that I'm you know, really concerned about because I, I have nothing to set my expectations on and I don't want to lean negative. I'm generally not going to lean negative, but there's no, there's nothing setting your left and right lateral limits for what your expectations should be on this major pillar technology. Whereas every couple of weeks and, you know, every ISC, every monthly report, you get an update on where, you know, where they are with this feature and what they're working on with that feature. And, yeah. you know, so I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic about uh, the star map, uh, the MFDs, the flight model. I'm not necessarily optimistic about PES and server meshing because they haven't given me a reason to be, but I'm also not necessarily negative, but I, you know, I can't help but lean more towards what Morph is saying about they haven't told me anything in six months. We are so blind yeah. right now on that. Yeah, other than, yeah, other than the, the in-game progress of stability, which is better, but yeah. certainly not where I would hope, you know. Well, yeah. I think the, to finish up my thought real quickly, it's just the problem Sorry. is is that CIG did a video. If CIG wrote it, we would do cover, coverage on it, and you know, a couple thousand people would have known about it. But the, the, the reality is, is I don't think the vast majority of the community reads anything CIG releases because they don't have time to, uh, or they don't. And they don't have to because we're here yeah. too. That too, because Board will will read it for them. He does a great job. Yeah. Actually, that's how I I learn about a lot of stuff. I just watch Board's videos. Watch yeah. Board's videos. Yeah, yeah I tune in. <laughs> yeah. Some bald or bearded guy will read it to them. <laughs> yeah, uh, but but the thing is, is like like that's that's great. Um, but uh, but. The idea that we are all the community is, is I think, egotistical. I think we are. No, we are like, not. We, we are a small fraction close. of the people yeah. who actually play Star Citizen. And people, actually. and people also think that we have pull. 
I'm not. <laughs> yeah. yeah, more if I heard you change the game last year. an opinion year, on something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but people yeah. think, I mean, we're a small community of even just the people who pay attention. And then there's yeah. all yeah. the people who play and never even look online at information for this. Yep. Uh, the, but the, the point is, is that because they did that video, it makes it even worse because it made, it was confusing. No one knows what's going on. And then they went silent. People will watch their videos who don't watch us. People and people will, and, and that's the, that's becomes the problem is that, that we say that, oh, well, this problem with the, um, gosh, what is it? The, the burn down or not the burn down. Gosh, I give myself PTSD there with the, um, the postmortem as being a thing like, oh yeah, this is something done, but they did it earlier this year. And it's like, I, if, if we knew, Hey, PS or, or server meshing is having some struggles or have reaching some issues, we're working on it. The, the engine team and is now coordinating with them. Some little update. I think all of us would be like, okay, set expectations. 4.0 is coming this year, not coming out this year. But there are people who still think 4.0 is coming out as the last patch of this year. And some people who are like 4.0 is going to take 10 years to come out. And it, as a result, you have these big, wide berths of expectations, which becomes burdensome on the community, uh, burdensome on my, on, on my comment section at the very least. And as and so it's harder to, to be like, well, that that's unrealistic either because it's too optimistic or too pessimistic because, you know, CHE doesn't tell us anything. So it, it could be 10 years. It could be tomorrow. We have no idea. And that's kind of well, the Paul, problem with, with us. That's we're halfway there. They, they talked about Pyro <laughs> four on years ago. <laughs> Living on a prayer? Because <laughs> that's what it feels like. Um, yeah. That's no, I mean, actually... like we're halfway to 10 years because they talked about Pyro about four years ago now. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's actually a great little transition to <laughs> an hour, like an hour and 15 minutes in to our main topic, folks. Yes. Um, 4.0 has been the goal, like the, the, the target, right? They introduced uh, the road to release. I think it was either 2018 or 2019. I'm pretty sure it was CitizenCon 2018 when they finally ro rolled it out and we're like, okay, we're doing persistence. We're doing org stuff. We're doing server meshing. This is what our goals are. And that's when they started to build up this idea of 4.0, uh, kind of around that time, 2019, whatever. It's been like three years, let's say. So much stuff, in my opinion, feels like it's starting to be stacked up in kind of like an expected window for 4.0. The bunkers, AI updates, all these missions, um, scanning, star map, like a lot of stuff feels like it's going to be part of 4.0. Is it make or break for you guys? If, if it doesn't come out and perform with all the hype that they've built behind it at this point, are you, are you done with it? Are you going to wait a few patches to see if it smooths out? What are your thoughts on how this should be presented to the community? I'll start, I guess. But for me, 4.0 is not the, the make or break. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I care about gameplay. This is what uh, allows the gameplay teams to finally develop what uh they potentially want uh or i potentially want so for me it co it comes down to does is 4.0 the last carrot on the stick i mean i can't remember the the drama of the the tweet that i put out many years ago now of uh you know a a, a, a grim your, reaper your with a carrot on a stick yeah, my ex. I'm sorry, gotta then, do it every Grim, time. Like Grim Reaper, carrot on a stick, with server meshing being the carrot, and uh, and the backers being 
the donkey that the Grim Reapers, you know, riding and, and the, how mad everybody was. But look, look where we are four years later. Right. So it's still the carrot on the stick. As long as that's one of the last like technical carrots that we have. And it's not a uh, oh, what was it called before? It was called PES. Um, I cash. I cash. Thank you. The you know, if as long as it's not an I cash situation where it was like we had tech, it didn't work. Now we have to go back to the drawing board, figure something out. And now it's about making the game. For me, the make or break point is when uh, the gameplay systems come in because they don't communicate their design around any of those. So there there is very little uh, that we can go off of of what Star Citizen the game is. So for me, that's my make or break of. Do I like the game? Is this going to be fun? I can't believe I followed it this long. I mean, this is the things I scream at the rooftops about is you need to tell us the you need to tell the people who are spending money and backing your uh, development on what that what they're backing. And a lot of players don't actually know what the progression systems are going to be like or anything. I can go on a rant for hours. I'm not going to on on this. Right. It's just that is my make or break, not 4.0. It it's just does it allow them to start to actually developing the game? Because I'm so sick and tired of excuse Squadron 42, excuse uh, no server meshing, excuse here, excuse here. Make the it. game, fix the game. That's my, uh, so for me, that's my make or break of if they don't start developing the game after that, I'm probably out. I don't know. I don't, you know, I just don't care anymore after that. I want to play a game. That's fair. Anybody else? Yeah, I, I actually... I'm, I'm, I kind of, I'm with Mike here on this. I, I don't know if I'm ever going to just fully abandon the game, even if, if, if 4.0 is a bit underwhelming in terms of content. I, I think that 4.0 is really the start of them creating the more meaningful content, creating the actual game, mm -hmm. a gameplay loops, progression, the, the feeling of like you're building towards something in the universe. Like that's where I want to see them go at or at end after 4.0. And again, like what Mike said, if it doesn't start happening within the next few patches after that, I mean, I, it's going to be harder and harder for me to want to continually look at it and, and make content on it because it's just going to feel really deflating. We've been waiting for this big patch and, and that's it. Like there's, there's nothing really big afterward to look forward to for a while. That would be really, be really sad. So. Hmm. Yeah, I, I kind of, I mean, it. it's like, um, I think f a lot of people would agree with that. 4.0 is the patch, but we all, a lot of us understand that it can come out and be kind of a train wreck. And it might take a patch or two for it to find some mm -hmm. stability or figure out some of the things that maybe didn't launch too well. But, you know, that, that year, whatever year it is that follows 4.0 might be their most important year in terms of setting the stage and setting the tone of the development. Cause I agree with you. Like we've had this sort of setup where we're getting features, we're seeing some missions, we got locations and it's all fun and good to play with it, with other people. But you don't, I still don't launch star citizen. Like I launch other games. I don't get into it and I'm like, all right, today I'm going to do this because next week I really want to be ready to do this. I just, <laughs> I sit down and I'm like, what, what do Does I do exist? today? <laughs> yeah. You know, unless you're playing, like, I, I want to make it very clear. I've had more fun playing Star Citizen in the, the well, I guess I wasn't able to play 318. I never got to log into my main account. But the but in 319, I've been enjoying playing the game. At, like, my play sessions have been more enjoyable than any time in my entire career playing the game. So I want to be very clear that 
that it, you know I am happy about some things. It's yeah. not all doom and gloom, but for for me, it's it's definitely that's the point where the turn has to start happening. And if the turn doesn't happen, and it's just the whole like then it then the the idiotic statements you feel that are idiotic start to actually sound right about like that you've seen in our YouTube comments or you know yeah. Chris Roberts is just perpetually keeping development going forever to continue getting a paycheck or whatever like all these crazy things that you might be hearing which all of a sudden don't sound so crazy anymore right because if at some point if if they could keep going like uh, why not right guys feeding this whole family go for it chris i agree with you that like the gameplay is better than it's ever been when it works and i think we've acknowledged multiple times this year that's why people are so much more frustrated because you can finally Mm -hmm. start to feel it coming together and you just it it feels like there's that last thread of a rope holding you back from actually getting that full enjoyment um astro 4.0 is the foundation the game we want to play with the furniture right yeah yeah (laughs) How about you guys? Uh, 4.0. Where do, where are you putting it? Is it does it hold a, a grasp over you sticking with the game? Is it something that you're going to look at and kind of judge going forward, covering the game afterwards? What's your view, Astropod? Uh, um, for me, 4.0 is the not the final, but like the beginning of the final version of Star Citizen. Because as everyone else has already said, it's really the there's really no more excuses once you reach uh, server meshing. Because as much as you know, everyone's like, "Oh well, it'll be the the you know dynamic server meshing." As far as I understand, and I am a a smooth brained teacher who teaches history, not a coder, so I do not know if this is true or not. But logically, in my brain. Uh, this makes sense, which is that we um, that once CIG has reached the point where we can see different servers, there's really no mechanical difference for gameplay between static server meshing and dynamic server meshing. All that dynamic is is spinning up and pu- pulling down servers. But you know, if they have the ability to set us like the interior of a ship as a server, they could do that with like static meshing. There's no, there's nothing that says they, they couldn't do that if they didn't want to. The dynamic is more about expanding the scope, the scope of the game rather than uh, letting the game function. And once that's out, that's a huge step towards, towards the game that I think I would <laughs> wanted to play. Uh, so it, it's hard to tell because I've said in the past where like, if the game wasn't out by this point, I'd lose interest. And I didn't lose interest. I'm still interested in it. So I couldn't tell you if I would necessarily lose interest with 4, if 4.0 comes out. And it's a good isn't point, everything. too. Yeah. Well, it's um, still the, I mean, just, I just want to say it's still the most exciting science fiction show, MMORPG, kind of like big thing oh, yeah. right now in our genre. Like, there's nothing else, really. So no, there's, there's things like that'll come close to it, but there's nothing that, that kind of does what the crazy thing that CIG is doing. And, and I, the thing that is encouraging is, Despite the pillar pillar problems, you have people like Elliot and people like DJ and and uh, people like um, uh, Thorsten and uh, I'm trying to think of of um, Thorsten's a legend, bro. Yeah, oh my God. Uh, and people like uh, like Yogi and and so many people in the Star Citizen developer teams 
who come you know, in and are basically saint for the last 24 hours. Oh my gosh. <laughs> who, who, who are passionate about the game that they're making and actually feel that like for at least it seems like, Hey, tomatoes back, uh, <laughs> feel like they want to make a game. You know, they want the game to yeah. be completed. And, and, and that for me makes me go once this problem that is, server meshing not not a not a solution it's not the messiah bullet that's going to save everything it's a problem that they have to solve once that problem is solved in some way shape or form we should be getting more of that content and that's really what comes to comes down to it for me is more when will we see the fruits of the labor that these development teams have been doing come to us and yeah. that 4.0 to me is that block it's at the dam that's stopping up all of this other stuff coming out. That doesn't mean that that dam's going to burst and suddenly all of this stuff is going to be done. It just means that this is the block that is preventing the game from advancing to the game that we want it to be. Yep. So for me, 4.0 is more of a, we're finally at the starting line. Everything else has been preparing for the race. This is the starting line. And from oh, going no. here, going forward, is the problem. They're going to do the thing. Guys, Star Citizen hasn't been in development until 3.0 oh, started. God. Now they can say 4.0. Well, for instance, for instance, I don't think we'll ever see a 5.0. I don't think we'll see an alpha 5.0. I think 4.0 is the last step before they reach, and I'm going to say the word that's for, for vor, Vorboten, and no one wants to say, but beta. Ugh. Because beyond, beyond 4.0, the, the, the pillars that they want to put in 4.0, there really isn't anything left. For, for like basic functionality, except for gameplay. So I ask everyone to go watch the 2018 keynote of Citizen yes. Con again. Oh God. Yeah. yeah. I've shared that, that so many times. Yeah. Yep. That is their That's, intention is the mm -hmm. moment we're meshing. Uh, they feel the game is released. Yeah. And they, they oh, reiterated that same thing in 2019 and it hasn't well, that, changed. That's the crazy part about that lawsuit thing is. <laughs> yeah, it's released now. It technically, it wouldn't be based on what Chris said. I agree with yeah. you, uh, uh, Astropub, that it feels kind of like it's not the Jesus patch. You know, we always make jokes about that. There is there is no Jesus patch. It would be the um, God. I don't even know what the analogy would call for the Mary and Joseph patch. I don't know. It would, like this would be the patch that would be. What allows them to start maybe fixing this stuff? Uh, we have problems with John. That's John the Baptist. John patch. The <laughs> that's what I'll say. John. Yeah, I, can't, I don't know the lore well enough, but yeah, uh, it would be like this would be the patch that we would watch them and see if they started making improvements after that. Kind of like with PES, like we're 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 sort of seeing some of that stuff, like physicalized components and salvage and things that we knew would depend on that. I'm expecting to see that. Uh, something develop in that next year after 4.0 much like we did with 3.0 too tree what about no, you I guess was I, I, before tree goes uh, on i will say i am also having fun with the game right now i enjoy it because they brought back smuggling and, and that was the gameplay i was waiting for so i'm i'm a happy man right now i'm enjoying the game i just want to see more in depth and you know so that's that's really what 4.0 means to me is that to take this game and actually make it the game that they want to make so. yeah yeah um, same thing. I am enjoying the game like right now. I'm a loot goblin and I can loot goblin. But at the same time, that isn't the whole game. There's a lot of things that I want to play that are not in game yet or are not fleshed out yet. So I, I, I totally get that because being a loot goblin is only going to hold me over for so long. 
But P, the, the PES was the major blocker for developing gameplay mechanics. But server meshing is the blocker for expanding the game universe and making it feel more real. Because with it, or without server meshing, we can't have more NPCs. We can't have better NPC behavior. We can't have more locations. You know, Stanton is as full as it's going to get on a single server. And so we are we are blocked by that. And but at the same time, you know, and, and I know everybody in these little boxes up on the screen has said it more than once. Um, you know, manage your expectations. Sorry if you can hear the kids screaming in the background. Manage your expectations because they just want four point zero. Yeah, 4.0 server meshing is we're going to uh, split a a server in half essentially and add another one. So you're not going to see this monumental change in the game in 4.0. If you if you expect that, you're setting yourself up for for disappointment. And that's where my expectations are: is I expect 4.0 and server meshing, you know, version one to have about the same level of stability and um, uh, performance that PES did with 3.18. Right. I'm much more interested in what does 4.1, the the 319 of of 4.0 look like, and 4.2, you know, the first um, next branch after that initial branch, because I I've already set my expectations for 4.0 and they're low, you know, and it's like sweet I'll get to see Pyro if I can get into the game, um, and and I'll get to see these outposts if I can get into the game. And, you know, I'm almost hoping I can go on active duty for three months and miss out on it and let everybody who's on screen scream and rage at CIG <laughs> so I can miss out on the pain because it, it was, you know, that was my experience. I, I, I didn't have to suffer through 318 and 319.0 and I, you know, finally did got into 319.1 just a few weeks ago. And it, it's it has definitely colored my experience far different than what everybody else here has gotten to experience. But I also, after seeing that, I'm like, I'm, I am setting my expectations low for 4.0. My expectations for 4.1, 4.2 are higher. If they don't meet those expectations, that's where I'm going to be like, hmm, are we, are we really going to be able to make this work? You know, if they can't be showing progress towards dynamic server meshing in, you know, if we're in that, that same information drought six months after 4.0 where, okay, what's the progress onto that next step that they talked about? And there's nothing. I'm going to be very concerned and I might, you know, add salty trees or through one, one into my name, just, <laughs> you know, to, just to, you know, set expectations appropriately. And I think that people should do that. If that's what happens, I, I hope that people will do that. If that's what happens. I was really hoping you'd go a little bit further. I've got a <laughs> call to prayer in the background. All right, next question real quick then. Do you guys think that, that 4.0 at this point has been... It's that patch. <laughs> John the Baptist or that guy. <laughs> has it been overhyped? Do you guys feel like it's been too long and it's been able to build too much now that there will be nothing? Well, not nothing, but disappointment. But will it end up being more disappointing to people because of that hype? I can jump on that real quick. It's very simple. In my opinion... Um, no, I don't think it's going to be overhyped. I do think that there are going to be people who expect more than they actually will get, because I think some people, um, will expect that it will solve all the problems because there's some people who don't set healthy expectations with CIG and do not have a healthy relationship with this game. Um, but at the same time, I think a lot of people also, who have been, been have been around with 318 will have set proper expectations now that 318 is out. 
Now that they see that, oh, oh, it's going to be bad, then people will go, okay, I, I'll, I'll set it. But it's still not going to stop people from being frustrated and not being able to log in or having losing tons of their progress. And it, that stuff's going to happen. And I think you'll still see, see people frustrated because people are people and people are going to be, be, uh, be upset about those things. So well, yeah, like I don't think it's over, overhyped. I think it's like, just hyped enough. There's so many things they've introduced, like between, like I said last year, the UGFs, master modes, new outposts, pyro itself, um, these missions, AI, AI activities and behaviors. Like you could just go down this list, engineering, like the stuff that Morphologist was listing earlier. There's so many things that they've introduced that at this point, it almost points towards them being part of 4.0, right? Because I know some of them will be after 4.0, but you expect 4.0 to be a place where they're going to try and build in a lot of features. And it, I don't know. I, feel, I guess I just get worried that there's so much stuff going to go into this patch. How will it end up being received? Um, what if none of that stuff does end up going into the patch? What if it's a pretty simple patch with just pyro and a couple uh, supporting features and the rest is coming after that? I, I think it comes that. down to the expectations they set leading up to it. Hey, guys, mm -hmm. we only want to focus on these things because we don't want to deal with a 318 uh, as much of a problem there. This is a server meshing test. We have a lot of things planned for the next few patches. Here are some of them. And uh, enjoy 4.0. Help us test it out. This is a, a, you know, set the expectations right. These are the, um, the, this is a really important thing. Here's why. And then there you go, right? Like you can have a dot one come with uh, something in there, maybe a little bit more exciting or or whatever, right? I think it, it would be very, very not smart of them to have 4.0 also come with um, additional gameplay or big, you know, major changes. Uh, like, I don't know what they would be because I don't know how many 3.20s we have before we get to 4.0. Sure. But the, you know, so that that's just how I, I look at it. I think it makes a lot of sense to, um, uh, I don't know, be, be, be cautious really about smart, it. be cautious and be cautious with us. Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe I'm going to be the most, one of the more positive ones here, but I actually think that uh, expectations for 4.0 being a big patch are not unreasonable. And I actually think that 4.0 holds a really special place for CIG and Chris Roberts uh, in terms of progress towards the game because 3.0 was a big step forward. It was a step from having no planets to having planets. And that was like, you know, more, you know, realizing it was more than that it was like 64 bit precision, which enabled that technology and all the different things you can do on planets and stuff. So I think for them, 4.0 is going, it should be a big step forward. And looking at all the effort they put into st stuff like uh, rune station, knowing that they've got a lot of gameplay in, in mind for it. I think that it is not an unrealist expectation to look at 4.0 as an, as a really big, rich content patch that I think that they might want to use to get a lot of positive attention back towards Star Citizen. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's overhyped. I'm not sure what people's expectations are beyond like a whole new star system and, and server meshing, but I think that that's a huge step forward for the game personally, because we're going from one star system and uncertainty towards the mechanics that will enable a hundred star systems in the future to a working proof of concept that this is how you travel. This is how it can work. And here's a whole nother star system. Um, in addition to the one we've been on for 10 years. So, yeah. 
can I ask a question? Because mm-hmm. this is something that I've thought is kind of odd. Sorry, that wasn't it. Um, the what do you guys think about? I, I feel like they're treating Pyro kind of like they're treating Squadron Forty Two in that we've gotten very little update on what is actually in Pyro and how much is actually in Pyro. It almost feels like they're doing the whole we don't want to spoil it for you guys thing. We want you to experience it for yeah. yourselves because like they've talked they about can. work on. Yeah, well, they've talked about work on space stations and outposts. We, they've shown us, you know, planetary pyro, but it's all been like a very 30K foot view. And they really haven't updated us on the lore. They haven't updated the star map. We don't know how many stations there are or where they're located, how many outposts there are, where they're located. And it just seems like, it, you know, it, while they've done a good job of of saying that they uh, want to include lots of gameplay and, uh, you know, things like you know, your, your, your pathfinding through the outposts or the station that you talked about, morphologies, it feels like they've also left the things very wide open as to how much is in pyro how much we will get to experience that's new and different and i feel like it's kind of squadron 42 again in that regard i don't know i think it comes down to ai what really differentiates the two systems and and that's why we don't get a great idea of it because the way that ai reacts to you the way that space stations react to you how do you end up you know, you run missions, are there security there? No, okay, there's different gangs. How do those gangs react to you? All that kind of stuff I feel like is what really makes Pyro different. And we get some of that in the monthly reports, but it's hard to put it all together to get a good idea of how it's gonna turn out. They also can't communicate what you'll get with 4.0 because they don't, mm-hmm. we get we get 4.0 when server meshing is done. We don't get 4.0 when Pyro is done. Sure. Right. So yeah. we don't know what's going to be in there. So that's why they're not communicating any of those things because they can't. And that's like the the biggest problem with them is we're like, tell us, tell us things, tell us things, tell us things. And for me, I think the only things that they should be telling us are what the the general game design is. Right. Like uh, I, I follow other games that are in development and they you know, they go through and they tell you exactly how your their death systems will work, exactly how their housing system will work. And then you watch the game develop towards that. In Star Citizen, they go, this is what it might look like. And then you, you're the one who has to fill in all the blanks. Mm-hmm. And it was a very smart thing for them to do, not maybe on purpose, not on purpose. And then we're all sitting here buying into all these grand ideas that they didn't actually say and we just created in our heads. Right. And that's sort of the, the problem here is what is 4.0? No, who, the, who knows? Dude? It's just a road, dude. That's it. I mean, and that's what the road looks like. <laughs> so it's, that's what who it's, knows? It's not about the destination. It's about the road you've been on all along. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, that about wraps up our discussion here um, about 4.0, about this sort of, I think, turning point that we find Star Citizen in. For everybody who was here live with us, thank you so much for being here. We're going to actually do a little Q&A session here to finish up, uh, 15, 20 minutes maybe. I'm going to run these through these guys through the ringer. We'll answer some of your questions. Uh, for everybody else, though, who has listened or been here live or uh, is watching on YouTube, thank you so much for joining us. This is, our, this is my monthly podcast. I host it on all audio platforms. If you listen to audio podcasts or if you want to do this on YouTube, second channel is where it's at. Folks, though, before we head off for the Q&A, can you let everybody know one more time where they can find your content? Starting with you, Salty. Uh, Salty Mike everywhere that Whoops. I'm on. I, I have it everywhere, but I don't post everywhere. So pretty much Twitch and YouTube for me. And um, 
that's it. Yeah, so nothing crazy coming up. I've been doing a lot of org stuff, which has been fun for me. And uh, it, and it's keeping me keeping things fresh. And it's really the only thing I've been enjoying. It's been super cool. Other orgs contacting my org to sell us their pirated ships. And then we move all the cargo. It's been it's been a cool thing. More. I don't know who's next. There you go. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, uh, morphologists. You can find me again on. Uh, you can find me on YouTube, Twitch, uh, TikTok, uh, Twitter, and um, Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> Find the same name for all of those platforms. Mr. Astropub. Uh, you can find me at uh, Astropub, twitch.tv slash theastropub, youtube.com slash theastropub live for my gaming content and content like podcasts and news updates. And uh, I've been doing some more uh, lore expeditions, which is my or own org where we go around and uh, pilfer, uh, well, I'm sorry, rescue uh relics from from <laughs> from outposts tree's part of it so he he joined he, he does his own sessions as well uh going around that uh and uh if you like lore uh check out the youtube.com slash the astro historian where i cover star citizen and uh i'll be covering a little bit of starfield when it comes out as well in terms of the, the lore and, and rich backstory behind those so cool and uh, tree how about yourself uh, tree zero three one one dash sc on Twitter, and I just dropped the the link to uh, my YouTube, just youtube.com slash at tree zero three one one. Same thing on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash tree zero three one one. And I do uh, Nazareth and I do the Pathfinders podcast where we look at, do in depth reviews of the monthly reports, the uh, progress tracker, and roadmap updates using shinytracker.app. If you haven't used shinytracker.app, I highly encourage you to check it out. It's a great resource. Um, and then we also do deep dives into the development. So if you um, like, especially what Space Window has been doing, and it's, I think it's been really awesome, the information you've been sharing is, you know, you, we'll go back and look at the full length of development of a, of a feature from where it is, you know, where it started to where it's been going, um, you know, and including a lot of the written stuff. So. Um, put things into, into into context and help with expectation management. And then I do armchair admirals and generals where I get together with the uh, military members and veterans. We talk about Star Citizen and aspects of it um, from our various military perspectives. People like Night Cobb, Atira Kel, you've seen him on Astropub, um, had Sergeant Tickles on recently. Uh, fun conversations. So please uh, come join us. We, we do it live and everything. We do it live on Twitch and then everything gets uploaded to YouTube. There really is so much stuff to, to cover if you go about it historically. Oh, yeah. It's a lot. That's why those streams have been a couple hours long. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, once again, thank you guys all for joining me. Folks, for listening in, thank you as well. I'll see you all next month.